Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of combat sports. Straight up, this is the World Boxing Organization Boxing Hour brought to you by Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we come to each and every Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. So if you are joining us for the very first time today, I welcome you to the Ring Talk family of listeners. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion on the radio airways. Having defended that title off for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking two WBO title fights in the can, folks. The WBO 122-pound title holder, the Filipino Flash, roaring back in the, in the uh, island, of course, of the Philippines. Rocking it home, Cebu the, was the site. Straight up, talking about Nonito Nair, the Filipino Flash. Back in the fold, folks, looking good at 122 pounds. We'll also talk about the WBO 126-pound female champion, Amanda Serrano. So straight up, we've got lots of things to talk about. And, of course, tonight at the Forum on HBO, the man at 160 pounds. We'll talk about Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, 34-0, 31-KOs. What can I say? Nobody wants to fight him. Eventually, they will have to real soon this year. Saul Alvarez, if he gets by Amerikan May the 7th, it'll be Saul Alvarez and Gennady Golovkin probably in September or in November. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Twitter thing's happening. The address of Ring Talk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. And, of course, we've got open phone lines coast-to-coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The UFC tonight, we'll talk about that as well. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 
Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800 428 1570. This night, the referee is going to be the most important man in the ring other than the fighters. You in there? You in there? Huh? Come on, Roy. You got to, Johnny. You got to f-ing do it. You got to do this. And Roy is doing everything, man. Come on. Norman Stone just called his fighter Roy. This motherfucker. Fight him. Go and get him. Go on, fight this guy. Hands up. You think you're going to the body? You come up to the head. Come up to the head. Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You name the game, but anything you start, I figure to finish. Thirteen and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live World. Why let's deal with the females first? The WBO featherweight champion in action last night, Amanda Serrano out of Brooklyn, New York. Hot looking chick, twenty eight and one with uh, a draw. And uh, 21 KOs, of course, straight up 28 one with 28 KOs. Very good fighter last night. Fought in Puerto Rico. And, of course, 
You know, when when a girl from from the states goes home, whether she's from Spanish Harlem or Brooklyn or New York, whether she's Puerto Rican, but when she goes home, she faces a stiffer test when she goes home than than a native-born Puerto Rican. But last night she passed the test, no question about that. She stopped um, Edna Kiss undefeated coming in. Edina Kiss six and zero now, um, six and one now with the TKO in four rounds. There were four um, eight round eight round fights scheduled for two minutes round, and this is for the WBO featherweight champions, which which are very very um. What can I say? A good run at champion. But the bottom line is, you know, women now are the equal of men. So they've got to start boxing three-minute rounds, as most of them are. And, of course, this was early on in this girl's career. But, I mean, when you talk about three-minute rounds and 10-round fights and 12-round fights, and speaking of that, I'll get to that in just a minute, but there's a, 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 a fighter that's about to take a, a, a sex change. I was a little blown away by this one. I saw it on the web this morning. But the bottom line is we'll get that in just a second. Um but she was un- she was defeated. She was a winner, and of course she's now this once beaten. I'm talking about Amanda Serrano. We'll try to get her on next week. She's from Puerto Rico, of course, but out by way of New York. So you know, a New York Rican. Anyway, Adina Kiss falling last night. But I'm looking at her record, and the only girl she's lost to was a long time back. She tossed a uh, a ten round decision to Frida Wahlberg. Wahlberg was ten and zero back in the time, and that was in 2012, and that was in. Uh, Sweden, where Wahlberg is from. So the bottom line is she might be undefeated all across the board. Speaking of undefeated all across the board, chatted with Andre Ward a little bit this morning. Of course, the undefeated 168-pound world champion is moving up to 175 now with the uh, hopes of challenging Sergey Kovalov for the WBO title later this year. Well, Kovalov is doing a press conference today in L.A. circling, uh, you know, sort of circling the wagon trains as far as the media is concerned um, with the fact that Gennady Golovkin is fighting tonight against a guy named Dominic Wade. Now, if you've never heard of Dominic Wade before, don't 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 feel bad. Not too many people have. But after tonight, he'll be a footnote in boxing history as Gennady Golovkin will probably roll to 35 and 0 and pick up knockout number 32. But that'll be on HBO. But straight up, Kovalov's area is going to soak in some of the press. Of course, he's trying to get the ball rolling for he and Andre Ward. Andre Ward said to me that I tried to get to Andre this morning. He said, Pedro, I need a little bit more time. So I'll give him a little more time. So hopefully we can get Andre Ward in the next week or two here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide to talk about the proposed super fight, of course. That is the real fight as far as boxing is concerned. Pound for pound, two of the best, very best going at it at the same weight class at their prime. I mean, you can't ask for much more than this. I mean, Kovalov, the all-out slugger, slugger. I mean, his force, the man, the man, when he steps forward, he brings such force and power, punching power behind him. He's fast. He has a good jab. I mean, he's not a schmo, not by any means. He's no Russian brawler or anything like that. In fact, I think he'd be good in the UFC if he was to convert over to the UFC. He's just one rough, tough dude. Anyway, Andre Ward, the consummate boxer, the perfect. I mean, Mr. Perfect. You want to talk about uh, being perfect. The only fight he lost was a split decision, I believe, back in the in the J.O. days, the Junior Olympic, Junior Olympic days, and two of the people that were there swear they didn't lose a fight. So he could actually be undefeated in life. Undefeated as a pro, 28-29-0. Now I'm talking about Andre Ward. And, of course, that once that one, you know, sort of questionable loss as an amateur as a kid. I think he was like 11 or 12 years old. But the bottom line is he hasn't lost since, like, Clinton was president. I kid, not Hillary, not Hillary, uh, Bill Clinton. And anyway, I'm telling you, he hasn't lost in that long. So, the, you know, when him and Kovalev hook it up, I consider it like, like Hagler and Leonard. Only thing is I consider both these guys in their prime. Hagler and Leonard, neither of those guys are really in their prime. Of course, Ray Leonard coming off the almost three-year layoff, 84 to 87, and then Hagler coming back and being very old, of course, fighting Roberto Duran 
and sort of got exposed against Roberto Duran when Roberto was popping him with those right-hand leads all night long. In fact, after 12 rounds, I think on a couple of cards there, Roberto Duran was leading Marvin Hagler. So that sort of uh, lit the uh, the torch as far as Ray Leonard coming back in 1987 and taking on Marvin Hagler. But Ward in, in, in Kovalov it sort of reminds me of either Hagler or Leonard or maybe Hearns and Leonard. I mean, maybe the battle of the undefeated, because that's what this is all about. Both these guys are undefeated. They never lost a fight. Hearns and Leonard going back to September 81 for the welterweight title. It was all there. All the drama, all the, I mean, the suspense. All I'm Whoa, man. That was like the whole world sort of stopped for a minute there for a 147-pound world title fight. Why? Because there was so much intrigue involved. You had the hitman, Thomas the Hitman Hearns, knocking out everybody. I mean, what he did to Pepino Cuevas, what did he do? He hit him and he was... He hit him one time, and his feet were off the ground, and he hit him again before he could, like, fall to the ground. That's how many times, that's how fast Tommy Hearns was back in the prime at 147 pounds. So when he and Leonard hooked it up in September of 1981, of course, Leonard winning a TKO in 14 rounds, and Tommy not really complaining after that. Neither did his trainer, the late Emmanuel Stewart. But that sort of that sort of set up the, that and the Duran-Leonard fight of 1980, the year before, that sort of set up mega fights at lesser weights. Yeah, there was Ray Robinson at one point in time. But after that, Oscar De La Hoya, as I said, the aforementioned Marvin Hagler, these guys, they were able to call their own shots. They were able to, you know, basically carve their own path. But now we have a path headed to superstardom because the winner of this fight between Sergey Kolov, of course, the undefeated champion, was he now 28-29-0, and the same 29-0 goes with, goes with Andre Ward. The winner of this fight, will probably go down as the best fighter pound for pound of boxing. And why do I say that? Because who really who really is better? I mean, Ward's coming off uh, some layoff issues and some promotional issues and some litigation issues, but outside of that, and some injury issues, but outside of that, he's still flawless. I mean, what's he lost? A couple of three rounds, maybe five, ten rounds in his entire career, and now he's 28-0? Give him some props. Never lost a fight. Undefeated. Willing to take on Sergey Kovalov. Nobody else wants to fight Kovalov. I wouldn't fight Kovalov in my dreams. I wouldn't. I, I just wouldn't. I, I just wouldn't know how to beat him. Andre Ward has the ability to beat him. Andre Ward can fight both on the inside and the outside. He can move in behind his jab. He can work uppercuts. He can work the body. He's not afraid to commit to the body. He is a complete consummate boxer. And if there ever was somebody right now that could beat the great Sergey Kovalev at this point in time, it would have to be Andre Ward. 2004 Olympic gold medalist, 168-pound world champion now, of course, clamoring. For gold at 175 pounds against Sergey Kovalev. Well, that's going to be the super fight of 2000. I don't care what anybody says. Make it Golovkin and Alvarez later on down the road, or maybe Gar- uh, uh, Golovkin and Amir Khan. It should Amir Khan upset Marcelo Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez, May the 7th. I just don't see that. But straight up, the super fight of the year, 2016. Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev for the WBO light heavyweight title. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Nicholas Rowley, Courtney Rowley, Dominic Pachota 
are trial lawyers who deeply care about their clients. The Trial Lawyers for Justice Law Firm, with offices in Des Moines, Waterloo, Decorah, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, and California. The Trial Lawyers for Justice Law Firm handles catastrophic personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice cases throughout the country. The Trial Lawyers for Justice Firm has won through caring about clients and refusing to settle cheap and believing in the justice system hundreds of millions of dollars in record-setting jury verdicts and settlements. Injury victims and their families will call 888-811-0844. 888-811-0844. And do it now if you believe you have a case and get the justice you and your family members deserve. Call 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. I'm not invincible. Uh, the great Floyd Mayweather isn't invincible. Nobody's invincible. You just have guys that are really, really good at what they do. And, 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 and that's just what it is. But anybody can be knocked out. Anything can happen in that ring. And that's why boxing has the buzz and intrigue that it has. And that's why it'll never die because – I'm a huge sports fan. I watch all sports, but it's, it's something. It's one thing to watch a team sport, but it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is. Now more of ring talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm great. Thank you, Pedro. I'm great. I feel great. Unfortunately, he feels great. His opponents feel not so great afterwards. Of course, we're talking about Gennady Golovkin going tonight on HBO, 159 pounds against Dominic Wade, who weighed in 159 and a half pounds. Of course, they were going for the 
They're going for the 160-pound championship for the world. I mean, the bottom line is we all know that Golovkin is probably the best pound-for-pound middleweight in the world. And a lot of people say, well, he hasn't fought anybody yet. Well, nobody wants to fight him. On the same card, one of the best fighters in the entire world, folks, Chocolito Gonzalez. I mean, this guy's a monster, 111 pounds, 111 and a half pounds. Take on McWilliams Arroyo. Of course, that's on that same card from HBO. HBO doing a good deal here with K2 Promotions from the uh, Forum in Inglewood, California, to put on Chocolito Gonzalez and Gennady Golovkin, probably the two most avoided fighters in all of boxing as I speak. And I kid you not, I mean, nobody wants to fight Golovkin. I can't. You know, I mean, they offer millions of dollars out there. They put a lot of money out there. But there's not enough money on the table for anybody to really step up and want to fight him. I mean, Saul Alvarez, I think, has been sort of pushed into this position, I think, by the WBC. I'm, that's what they've been implying, that later on this year that the super fight will be Canelo Alvarez, should he get by uh, a very determined, very, very, very determined Amir Khan, May the 7th. Of course, Amir Khan training across the pond here in Hayward, California, which is about about 45 or 50 miles from San Francisco across the bridge. But, you know, I, I got to give Amir Khan credit. He's got good skills. He's a boxing prodigy. He's got Floyd Mayweather box circles around Canelo Alvarez. Okay? The bottom line is Amir Khan thinks he can do the same thing. He thinks he can, he's a bigger version of Floyd Mayweather. He thinks he's taller. He thinks he carries a little bit more body mass. He thinks he might carry a little bit more pop in his punch that he might be able to, you know, walk box circles around Canelo and win a 12-round decision. So Virgil Hunter and Amir Khan, they didn't really take this fight to cash in. Yeah, they're going to make a lot of money, and it's probably the most, uh, the biggest purse they could have got at this point in time. But I'm telling you, they think they're going to win this fight. i got to give them some props for going into it because it is a very, very tough fight. But they're good people. I'm telling you, Gennady Golovkin, all these people are coming into boxing now. They've got this positive attitude. I mean, Amir Khan, even though he's got the bad chin, he's got a positive attitude. He's got Virgil Hunter. He's got Andre Ward. He's got all these people around him on good positive elements. I mean, this is good for him. And the chin thing, well, you know, he got hit with punches he didn't see. When you get hit with punches you don't see, that's when things sort of happen. And they happen in a very negative manner. But Gennady Golovkin, 34-0. Dominic Wade, was he now? 18-0, some 20. I mean, he's undefeated, but he won't be after tonight. He just won't be after tonight. I mean, I'm not saying I'd be willing to bet my life on that or anything like that, but pretty close to it. Anyways, as I mentioned, Nonito Donaire, winner last night. Donaire at 122 pounds now. Defending at home in Cebu, the Philippines, the WB 122-pound title against Zolt Bedak. Bedak came in at 28-1, left 28-2. Decent record, decent fighter coming in. Got crushed early. Donaire looking to impress at home, and why not? I mean, you know, this was some type of pay-per-view card, I think, back here in the United States. It was like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., some crazy card here, some crazy time in the United States. But, you know, the Filipinos, are, they're, 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 they're so into their men. I mean, when you look at the fact that Manny Pacquiao is going to soon become the president, why? Because he was a boxer. I mean, Manny Pacquiao is a boxer. He's, you know, he's going to become president soon. He's running for Senate, I think, the Senate elections in the next couple of weeks. But he will be president someday, unless he was to uh, fall on his sword or something like that politically. I'm telling you, he will be president someday. That's just the way the conservative party is moving him in that right direction. It's like a chessboard. You know, they're moving people around the chessboard. Well, they're moving Manny into position of president, probably not this, this election, but the next one, maybe eight years from now. But eight years from now, you can see Manny Pacquiao as the new president of the Philippines. And I kid you not. I kid you not. That's how popular he is. Speaking of popular, straight up, Tyson Fury. World heavyweight champion still hasn't made a decision as to whether he's going to defend against. Um, actually, he's made a decision against uh, Vladimir Klitschko to defend his world heavyweight title, the WBO version. 
but he hasn't made a, a, a date. They just haven't got together on a date. And it's really starting to get old now. I mean, these guys fought last year, and the longer and longer it waits, I don't think they're building anything, building up to anything spectacular. It's just, you know, it's just delaying things. And if Klitschko's going to get back in the picture, get back in the thick of things, I think Klitschko's going to make, make his move. Speaking of Klitschko, he might be at that car tonight at the L.A. Forum. Of course, that's promoted by his co-promoter, K2 Promotions, and Tom Loeffler. Of course, Golovkin and Wade, and as I said, uh, Chocolito Gonzalez taking on Mick, Mick Williams Arroyo. Earlier, last week, Errol Spence, of course, the undefeated, good-looking welterweight fighter, folks. I mean, what's he now, like 26, 27? No, just looking spectacular. He's got all the skills. Took out Chris Algieri. Algieri's a tough guy, but he doesn't come to the dance with a big punch, so it sort of leaves him at a disadvantage. But Algieri, of course, got bounced around by um, Manny Pacquiao. I think he got knocked down six times in a 12-round loss to Manny Pacquiao. But in this instance, he was stopped by Errol Spence. Errol Spence came to fight. Errol Spence came to do some, something somebody else hadn't done prior, and he did his thing, and he did it well. Now, where does that position him at 147 pounds? Well, he called out Kell Brook. He definitely called out Kell Brook. You know, and Kell Brook's a decent fighter. I think the best welterweight on the planet. When I say decent, I'm trying to uh, slide him by you guys. I think he's the best welterweight in the world. I mean, at 147 pounds, if he can stay unstabbed, he is the guy. And what do I mean, he can stay unstabbed? Pedro, what are you trying to say? Well, he's been stabbed three times. And if you think that's just bad luck, I don't know. Uh, been stabbed twice at home in the United Kingdom, and he's been stabbed once on vacation in Spain. So if you've been stabbed three times, what does that mean? You're hanging out with like at knife clubs or something like that? I mean, what are you doing to be stabbed three times? So he's doing something outside the, uh, the ring that's probably not kosher, and if he doesn't get his act, his act together, um, he's, I mean, three times stabbed, and he's not dead yet? I say you're rubbing the rabbit's foot the wrong way. But Kell Brook, Kell Brook, of course, beat Sean Porter for that title. Kell Brook's a good-looking fighter at 147 pounds. I said the very best. There is no very best, really, as far as, as Mayweather's going, because just erase him from the picture. Erase it. Just take your eraser. Just erase him. From, he's not here anymore. He's gone away. I mean, he keeps making uh, rumors and, 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 you know, I might come back. I might do this. Nobody really wants to see him anymore. They really don't. I mean, Floyd Mayweather's outlived his usefulness. He sort of took enough money from the boxing fans, and, and he got away with it. I mean, more power to you. Somehow you were able to pull off that con as you were being a great fighter, and you never really were a great fighter. You were a great boxer. You never really fought once. And, of course, I understand that you wanted to to, uh, to not die by the sword. I mean, you look at Ali, and you say to yourself, you know, I don't want to get damaged like that. And I heard you, I've heard you quote make that quote in the past. Look at Ali. Look at the excitement that Ali put forth, and look at the the uh, – the penalties he paid for it. I mean, you know, the Parkinson syndrome. And, and speaking of Ali, he was with a Larry. He was with Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes was with me on the phone a couple of weeks ago, and Larry told me that when he was with Ali, I guess it was about a month and a half ago, two months ago, that that Ali couldn't even raise his head. He was in a chair backstage, and that he brought a few people back to say hello to him, but he couldn't raise his head, and he was wearing sunglasses, and it just wasn't looking good. And I don't know why they keep bringing him out. Maybe he wants to be out. You know, sort of like Prince. I think Prince. Speaking of, you know, Prince. Prince died this week. That, that was a little crazy. But, you know, I think he knew he was going to die. I, I think he felt it. What did he say to those people? He had that party Saturday night a couple of days before he died or something. He said something to the effect where uh, don't waste your prayers on me for another couple of days or something like that. I mean, so it sounded to me as, as, as if he had a premonition he was going to die. You know, fantastic performer. So I'm like, five. I think, I think they played the, the Cow Palace, the Purple Rain Tour in 1984. I think played there five times, five nights, and I was assigned there. <clears throat> by the San Francisco Police Department, to work all five nights. Yeah, even one night was overtime. So it was really cool. I mean, it just really was. There were no major events that uh, people getting out of hand. A lot of girls looking like they were uh, 
dressed up in Victoria's Secrets outfits. I mean, this Prince just, he just did it all, man. It was a performance of performances night after night after night after night. I mean, he just kept topping it and topping it and topping it and topping it. Without a doubt, you know, I, I look at him and I look at, at, at Mick Jagger and the Stones, probably, probably I mean, there's a few other concerts, but those are some of the greatest, some of the greatest music I ever saw in my life. Prince and that Purple Rain tour. And I want to thank the, the great promoters, of course, allowing the SFP to come in there and work a couple of uh, undercover. We weren't doing any arresting. We were just looking around. Lots of things to look at at the Cow Palace back in 1984. Five straight nights, the Purple Rain Tour, Prince. 57 years old. Man, 57. Think about that. 57 years old. I mean, you know, people die younger, people die older. But what can I say? I tried to tell somebody yesterday. They were celebrating their birthday. They said, celebrate it like it's your first, last, and your only. Because God knows you might not get another one. And they said, how dare you? What are you trying to say? I'm going to die soon? No, I'm not trying to say that. What I'm trying to say is you just never, ever know. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're talking MMA after the after the break, of course. UFC 197 in the bag. UFC 200, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Conor McGregor, the mouth that roared, turned out to be the big puss. He pulled out of that fight with Nate Diaz. I knew he would. He, I mean, it was the most insane rematch I ever saw signed in my life. If you fight a guy, if you're fighting people at 145 and beating them at 145 pounds, you think you can fight guys at 170 and beat guys at 170? What are you, dreaming? You crazy? Well, that's what happened with Conor McGregor. And McGregor says he's retired or something like that. Well, we'll see what's happening after that. But, you know, when you look at the world of the UFC, the UFC's got their issues, and Dana White's got his issues. You know what? I, nobody, nobody's, nobody's crying for Dana White. Nobody's crying for Dana And nobody will cry for Dana White. That's just the way it is. Pound for pound, Dana White, one of the biggest, uh, what can I say, turds in the planet. And, you know, I mean, he, he knows it. He know, he'll tell you, I do things my way. Whether you like it or not, I do things my way. And his way isn't always the right way. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget, we go with the show tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Johnny Talkman is All-Stars. It's 10 p.m. Pacific time tonight, Sports Overnight in America. Johnny Talkman is All-Stars. Coming to you right after Cheech and Chong tonight. Of course, we're taking in Cheech and Chong here in the city, by the way, San Francisco. I had a choice. Watch Golovkin on HBO or go see Cheech and Chong. Sorry, sorry, Gennady. I, I can watch you knock out a guy just about every night of the week on YouTube, and I figure this is another knockout of the night for you, so I'd rather go see Cheech and Chong at the Warfield Theater here in the city, by the way, San Francisco, California. The Twitter thing is happening. You can tweet us at Ring Talk. That's right, the R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. That is the Twitter address. The open phone line is coast-to-coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We have Skype happening as well. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. You can follow them on Facebook or check them out at their website, WBOboxing.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt, and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now, 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. And now it's time for America's favorite daytime fun show, Let's Make a Dope Deal. Yes, Let's Make a Dope Deal, where young pushers try to parlay their stash into that really big connection and jump up into dealerhood. And our first contestant today on Let's Make a Dope Deal is former head of the philosophy department at Harvard University. He is the holder of a Ph.D., an M.A., a B.A., and is a B.M.F. besides. Would you please give a big warm welcome for Bob Bitchin? Come on, let's have a hammer, Bob Bitchin. Here he is, all the way from Harvard, Bob Bitchin. Well, it's really great to have you on the show tonight, Bob. How you doing? Bitchin'. Bitchin'. Well, isn't that far out and solid and right on, Bob? Okay, here we go. Now, you know the rules. You get fronted with a stash of 50 keys, and you can wager part of them or just some of them on any one of our tests. 50 keys? 50 keys. Can I quit now? No, not yet, Bob. You have to play our game. Okay, Bob, how many want to wager on the first test? 
All of them. All of them is going to yeah, shoot the works or mainline, as we call it here on Let's Make a Dope Deal. Okay, Bob, for 50 keys, what is your name? You have 60 seconds. Hey, I know that one. Starts with a B. Uh, then what is it, man? I knew it when I came in here, man. <laughs> Ends with a B. Oh, don't tell me. Happy birthday. Ten seconds, Bob. Bob! 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 And you win 50 keys for the tension found here on Let's Make a Dope Deal. Oh, boy, Bob. Now you have 100 keys. Almost did. Okay, here we go for the second plateau. How many keys do you want to wager this time? All of them. All of them is going to shoot the words again. What balls he has. Okay, here we go, Bob. For another 100 keys. How many joints are in a lid? 30 seconds. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> Two. Two. Yeah, I roll big joints. Our judges say that's okay. They roll big joints too, and you win another hundred games. Boy, the pressure's building. Here we go, Bob. Okay. Okay, now we're going for the big and final test. Okay, in front of you, you see three doors marked door number one, door number two, and door number three. Number three. Behind one of those doors, Bob, three, is 50 pounds of Lebanese blonde hash. Oh. Makes your eyes red just thinking about them, huh? Okay, Number Bob, three, I'm gonna make man. you do it. I'll give you $50 and 50 reds for your keys right now. Oh, take the reds. No, no I'll give you $1,000 and 50 reds. I want the hash. He yeah, wants the hash. Okay, that's Bob, here Number we go. Now I must remind you that behind the other two doors okay. are narcs. Okay, Bob, here we go. What will it be? Will it be door number one, door number two, or... Or what? Uh, narcs. There's two narcs behind the other. I'll take the bread, man. I'm sorry, Bob. It's too late. You have to choose. What will it be? One, two, or three? Number three. Four. No, no, Bob. There's only three. I know. You're nervous. Okay. One, two, or three? Two, one. Two, one. No, number three, man. Number three. One, two. Three. Two, one. Oh, oh. Let go. One, 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 black, black, no tap backs. Okay, you chose door number one. Let's see who's behind that door. It's Officer O'Malley, the FBI. You're busted. Join us next week. We play Let's Make a Dope Deal. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong. A lot of things going on. The man. Forty-three and a half minutes past hour. This is Ring Talk Live. We're all the icons of comedy, of course. '70s comedy, counterculture. Call them what you want. Teaching Chong in town tonight at the Warfield Theater in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Uh, the first bell goes off at eight p.m. And of course, those guys are iconic. And what Tommy Chong spent? What did he spend? Like five years in prison for a bong for selling bongs. Now there's marijuana legal in so many states. And that was just a couple of years ago. So it wasn't like it was yesterday. Anyway, straight up, we're talking. MMA combat sports, and we'll take a, a long break. Uh, a long, uh, we'll take a longer uh, closed part of the show. We'll go back to talk some boxing. But straight up tonight, we've got you know the USC 197, the return of the great John Jones. I mean, nobody knows MMA better than John Jones. He can fight standing up. He can fight laying down. He can fight with broken toes. He can fight with. I mean, he's just a monster. There's no doubt about it. Undefeated at 205 pounds, with the exception of a disqualification loss. Take on Ovin St. Prudent, defending. He really is defending the World Light Heavyweight Championship. Of course, Cormier is the, the Daniel Cormier is the champion right now because that was taken away from John Jones after he got into that out of the uh, out of competition trouble with the Albuquerque Police Department last year, of course, in that hit and run accident and things like that. But he's taken on Ovin St. Peru. Ovin St. Peru is a how can I put this? 
he's a good fighter. He can strike. I mean, you know, I mean, the guy's learned a lot, and, and he's got a little bit more uh, experience than John Jones, but not in John Jones's league, I don't think. On the co-feature, Demetrius Johnstank on Henry Suhudo. Of course, that is 125 pounds of the weight division. And Anthony Pettis, the returning former lightweight champion, taking on Edson Barbosa. That's a pretty good fight at 155. I think that's going to be the, the most competitive fight on the card, and I'm expecting Pettis to win that because I thought Pettis was like, man, I thought Pettis was just a guy until he ran into Rafael Dos Anjos. He was defending the lightweight championship. Nobody took Dos Anjos all that seriously. Take it back. Insiders did. Insiders hit his ground game. The fact that he could get guys on the ground, he could work uh, Pettis over on the ground. He did work Pettis over on the ground, so I was a bit surprised by that. But, of course, that was a great Zach Attack Young that said that. Anthony Pettis losing the lightweight championship, of course, to uh, Mr. Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos is supposed to fight Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, uh, Dos Anjos pulled out. Then Conor McGregor said, well, I'm going to fight anyway, so I want to fight somebody at 170. So instead of fighting a bum with a belt, that's what he called Dos Anjos at 155. He thought Nate Diaz, a bum without a belt at 170, at 170 pounds, and Nate Diaz beat him. Took him out in the second round of submission, okay? So then they signed the rematch, and then Conor McGregor pulls out. He pulled out, like, earlier this week. Said, I'm retiring. I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to do Come on. You know, I mean, seriously. I think he realized he just bit off too much. That's all it was. He just bit off way too much. He could, I mean, when you're fighting at 145 pounds and you fight guys at 170 pounds, it's a big difference. It's a world of difference. In fact, if you want to get worn down in the gym as a boxer, you fight bigger guys. They will wear you down. They will just wear you down because the size. You're pushing up against a bigger target, a bigger man, things like that. Well, guess what? You know, 145 pounds, 170 pounds, that's 25 pounds. That's 25 pounds on the scale. That's probably more like 35 or 40 pounds when it's all fight time. Because if Nate Diaz came in at what, 168, 170, maybe weighed 174, 175 from fight time, Conor McGregor looked like he was a fat guy. He looked like he was a pudgy guy. So they signed for the rematch. It's going to go down July the, uh, what's the 9th of July at USC 200 in Las Vegas. But guess what? Conor pulls out. And Nate Diaz, the guy, the, the man that beat the man, is sort of going to get, I think he's going to get fleeced here. Because, you know, he was going to get a few million bucks for this rematch now. He's probably not going to get a few million bucks to fight anybody else. And I don't think Conor McGregor ever wants to fight Nate Diaz ever again. That was, the, I mean, he realized that, you know, you commit one, one fatal mistake in the world of MMA, you can possibly get away with it. Commit two, people aren't forgiving. And, and especially the fans, especially the promoters. I mean, if they've got a chance to get you for 100 grand instead of a million, they're going to try to do it. I mean, come on. If he was getting 10 million bucks for this fight with Nate Diaz, what was Nate Diaz getting? And he won the fight. Two, three million bucks, four million bucks. He had to be getting that. But now he's not going to get that payday. So the guy from Stockton, California, I think that's a little rough. Before I go into MMA, uh, further into MMA, I want to delve into this interview I found this week about Hulk Hogan and Randy uh, Macho Man Savage. Of course, Hulk Hogan in the news winning that $125 million lawsuit against Gawker Magazine, which is being appealed this and that. But, you know, Hulk Hogan and I, we've had our clashes in the past, but this is what the Macho Man had to say about him. Your situation with me and Hulk Hogan, it just, uh, we've been acquaintances at best, never been best friends, never been friends, uh, just a business type thing on the television. Everybody knows it's sports entertainment, entertaining the wrestling fans. But uh, sometimes what goes on behind the scenes is stronger than the soapbox entertainment, entertaining the wrestling fans. But uh, sometimes 
What goes on behind the scenes is stronger than the soap opera on the video scope. And that's what happened with me and Hulk Hogan. His real name is Terry Bollea. My real name is Randy Poffo. And he disrespected me and my family through the media waves, you know. Yeah. Instead of you having a problem with me, you call me to the side man to man. We talk about it. We agree to disagree. We have a fight. We have an adult beverage. Whatever. Right. Man to man. That's how men do it. Mano y mano. Okay. That's, that's how that's we not do the, That's not the way he does it. Yeah. He's a wuss. You yeah. see what I'm saying? He goes on the airwaves and he disrespects me. He gives me a shot over the radio. He gives me a shot over the TV. He gives me a shot over the internet uh, here and there. But nothing face to face. Nothing face to face. Nothing face to face. You got it? And so uh, that's the deal. So I challenged him two years ago to uh, all the money, all the proceeds, all the pay-per-view revenue, all the merchandising. You know what I'm talking about, Gorgeous George? Everything going to the charity, the children's hospital. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with the children's hospital? What's wrong with supporting the children's hospital? He's done well in this business. I've done well in this business. I'm talking about giving back. And then calling him in the ring, and we have the first real fight in professional wrestling. The first real fight in the ring. A real fight. A real fight between Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage. What's wrong with that, Hulk Hogan? What's wrong with that, you coward? What's wrong with that, you wuss? You understand that? All your Hulkamaniacs are knocking on your door. They're saying, be a man, Hogan. Be a man. What's up with that? See, you don't call nobody out. Unless you're worried about something different happening. You see what I'm saying? Or if you're scared. If you're scared. Yeah. So you mentioned my name. You mentioned my name. And uh, with no ramifications, that's not the way it works. Old schooler right here. All right. If I mention your name over the airwaves and you come see me and you mention my name back, we got a match. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But except with Hulk Hogan, the guy's ducking two weeks to accept the challenge for the children's hospital. Otherwise, I would cut a check for $10,000 on Christmas Eve for the kids. But the pay-per-view revenue and the merchandising would have been so much more over the top. You know that. Oh, yeah. All right. For, and it was for a good cause. Too. For the, the greatest cause in the world, for the children's hospital. Okay? Yeah. For sick kids. Okay. Thousand and one reasons why not to fight me. All right. One being that it's going to be a write-off. Yeah. So I took ten thousand dollars and I put it in the Hulk Hogan Coward Fund. You know what I'm talking about? The Hulk Hogan Coward Fund, where you could take the write-off. You could write it off, chump. You know that, George? You feel right. that? That's right. And he didn't show. He didn't show. No. And so I don't know what he's got against uh, kids in a children's hospital. I don't know what it is, brother. You would have been able to settle everything. We could settle everything. Personal beefs and done a good thing for the children. You got that right. The great Randy Macho Man 7 shooting on Hulk Hogan. Straight up, last night, Bellator 153. Benson Henderson failed to take the welterweight championship of Korshoff. Uh, a bit of an upset there. Not really. Benson Henderson, the former World Extreme Cage Fighting Champion and UFC Champion, a loser last night.
Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Heavyweight boxing and that is why it is always something special. Talk about this stuff which they put on in cages nowadays when anything goes. You can keep it so far as I'm concerned. Fifty-five and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Before we get into boxing, we'll talk a little more MMA. Of course, he wow, I mean, you just gotta give some props. I mean, you know, Bellator is sort of stepping up now. Scott Coker is sort of stepping up. But then Scott Coker, the CEO of Bellator, has been on the show in the past, of course. He books Kimbo Slice for a, an appearance in July of 2016 at the O2 Arena in London, uh, London, England. And, of course, he failed a drug test for Nandrolene, which is an anabolic steroid. That was this past February. But, of course, the Texas Commission gave him a three-month suspension. Everybody sort of laughed about that. I mean, you guys really don't get a three-month suspension as far as uh, – 
as, <laughs> as far as major uh, uh, drug suspensions in combat sports, but they did it in Texas. I'm surprised they even tested in Texas. Anyway, back to uh, Connecticut last night. Spike TV, pretty good-looking card. Talk about Andre Koroshov, still the uh, world, well, uh, Bellator 170-pound champion, defeating uh, uh, Benson Henderson, Henderson, a former lightweight champion, the WEC, W Screen Cage Fighting, and UFC champion, moved up to welterweight before he uh, switched, um, how can I put this, leagues and went over to Bellator from UFC. Well, it was a rough night for him, no doubt about it. I mean, he got taken apart, and he lost a five-round decision. You know, Bendo's talking about fighting at 170. He's too, too small. He was sort of like me at welterweight. You could fight pretty good guys. I could fight real good guys at junior welterweight and beat them. When I was fighting junior welterweight as a boxer, just licking people like a stamp, okay? At 140, 139, I was the man. 147, I could beat decent guys, but I couldn't beat really good guys and the best guys. And I think that's what Benson Henderson was finding out when you take on the um, Koroshov last night. Of Koroshov, a natural welterweight, a rugged fighter. And, of course, these guys have come from, you know, the – Former USSR, when you're going to wipe your butt with a rock instead of toilet paper, you tend to be hungry. You tend to be real, real, real hungry. And there's no doubt about it. And I think that, you know, the, the fact that, that these fighters are coming from these third world countries, even in boxing. I mean, look at it. I mean, Bellator just got out of uh, Italy. They'll be going across the pond again to Europe soon. But, I mean, Bellator's in Italy. The USC just left uh, uh, Croatia. Of course, they're back in Vegas for this USC 197 tonight. But, you know, I mean, the WBO and world title fights happening all around the pond. I mean, boxing and, and combat sports in general is an international sport. I mean, everybody sort of has a either has an affliction for one or the other. You really can't go without liking both one or the other. And, you know, I think with women now being in combat sports, more and more women getting involved both in boxing and mixed martial arts, we're opening up a different whole new demographic. I mean, before it was like the girlfriends would watch boxing or watch mixed martial arts with their friends because, you know, uh, somebody was fighting or they're with their boyfriend or something like that. But now they want to watch mixed martial arts and boxing because they want to watch it for themselves because they've got you know, their own developed stars, be it Ronda Rousey in MMA. I'm telling you, or, or Leila Ali in boxing. Women are asserting their position in the world of athletics. And you know what? I think it's about time. Wasn't it? I mean, equal rights, Every that should have been like happening thousands of years ago. Somebody told me the other day that, that women still only get 35, 65% 65 cents on a dollar of what a man makes as far as the upper echelon of women are concerned in this country. That's a bit of a shame because without women, we wouldn't have a country. Back to the WBO. Of course, we'll close things out here with some WBA news. Of course, last week, uh, that good card, of course, uh, here in the United States, Clyde Bowacki, the column head, he's the undefeated cruiserweight champion, 200 pounds, took on Steve Cunningham, the former champion. Steve USS Cunningham, he beat him handily over 12 rounds. Of course, Bowacki, undefeated 26 and 0, and I think 18 KLZ, 200 pound WBO champion. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Till next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, think purple, purple rain. <laughs>